Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorce mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. Inclusive mediation, conciliation conferences, dispute resolutions, FDRs, FDRPs, with or without judicial officers. Are you about to face one of these situations? Well, they're basically similar. And today we're going to talk about all the updates and everything that's going on in the court with mediations and the such. Welcome, Mum. <laughs> Hello, Laura. <laughs> Hi, everyone. That's a very mouthfully situation. And they're all the types of mediation at the moment. Yeah, they're types of dispute resolution. Um, yeah, so that's exciting and it's new. A lot of it's new. So we're going to discuss today what the benefits are of mediation, when to go, who pays, what to take, what the certificates mean after mediation, kind of like your report card, and then <laughs> what happens afterwards if you agree to everything or you don't. Now, Mum, I know we've discussed mediation before in episode six I think it was and I went back and listened through it and look it's still helpful and an owl falls through the window you did and you nearly you hadn't got over your bird phobia at that stage I didn't edit it out but anyway if anyone wants to go back and listen to episode six it's one of the first ones we did where we covered mediation but there have been some significant changes big changes so the 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 concept's still the same it's dispute resolution Mm -hmm. Uh, and the court used to call it alternative dispute dispute resolution as is you can either go to court or you can work it out yourself and then there was a big push and we've all changed our language about 10 years ago to call it dispute resolution and so it's actually your primary way to dispute to resolve your dispute so so the court wants you to go and try and sort it out yourself um, with kids before you file Mm -hmm. in the court with property pretty well straight after you filed if you haven't tried before um, and, yeah, there's a big push. And, and the laws all changed in September last year, 2021. And why why did they change it? Well, the courts merged, the Federal Circuit Court and the Family Court merged to become the a Federal Court and Family Court of Australia. And they came up with a brand-new central practice direction mm-hmm. and there is an overarching purpose. So the central practice direction for both courts is very much trying to get the court on track because you know there have been some awful delays and families suffer as a result. Mm. And so this, they said this is how we're going to do everything. There's a lot of extra work for lawyers mm. or litigants. Mm. Uh, but what they have done um, in support of the overarching purpose, which is the speedy and cost-efficient resolution of disputes, in other words, in and out in one piece mm-hmm. and try not to give you too much emotional damage. Trauma, yeah. <laughs> um, so what they do is they are insisting now on mediation at early stages and a lot of preparation. I think I said to you, or I might have said to the listeners at one stage, Laura, where mediation used to be something you thought, oh, well, this is an easy day for a lawyer. You know, we'll just go along, we'll talk about it, we'll see if we can't sort it out. Mm. And a lot of them did resolve. Yeah. But not everyone resolved and and, and not enough resolved. So mm. now the court, instead of leaving the expensive part of litigation, all the fact-finding and proof and getting these documents, and instead of leaving it till just before the trial, mm. where most people settled anyway before they went in, mm. the number of matters that actually end up with someone in the witness box was probably about 2%. Mm. So 
instead of leaving all that work till the end, which we used to do because we didn't want to put the clients to the expense, Mm -hmm. the court's saying, no, 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 do your preparation work early and they've given very clear guidelines and directions of when things have to be filed. We have to tell the clients at each stage what it's going to cost them and just sort of everyone's focused from the day even before you file on trying to resolve it. Good lawyers always were. Yeah. Um, but not everyone was. This is the way the court's forcing it now. So so as of September last year, the court has a very pronounced um, kind of emphasis on mediation at a very early stage, um, and if not mediation, maybe arbitration. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to talk about the different t- types first and yeah. then go into everything. Okay. So there's the conciliation conference. Hmm. Well, they've been around forever. Yes. And that was that's a property one. Okay. And that's done usually with an officer of the court, yep. a judicial registrar mm-hmm. or a senior judicial registrar, after the documents are filed and everyone knows what values of everything are. So the, the new rules require you to have a very idea, of, a good idea of what the property pool is, put your arguments in writing why you think you should get more than 50% or 40% or whatever, and then everyone fronts up for a mediation and give it a really good red-hot go to settle it. Okay. And if you do settle it, you're required to write it all out on the day and the the senior judicial registrar or the judicial registrar can make the orders on the spot. That's great. Wouldn't that be great? And you just walk out and you're done. You're done. And then you'll sleep for two days because it's so exhausting for clients. But it's great. Okay, so that's a conciliation conference. So if you're fighting about property with your ex-partner, then you're most likely going to be doing that before going to court. And embrace it. Yeah. Uh, The other type is the dispute resolution just in general. So FDRP. I guess. So FDRP, family dispute resolution. Yes. And an F, so P is a provider. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Family dispute resolution, FDR, um, or practitioner, I think it stands Mm. for. Anyway, that's about the kids, right? And so that's a a similar arrangement. Um, We didn't used to be able to have those sort of conciliation conferences about children it was mostly for property Mm. now you can have it about children and the people who the registrars or senior judicial registrars who uh, chair those conferences are trained in uh, family dispute resolution um and they and you'll sometimes have a social worker or a family consultant in there as well oh wow and you again give it a really good red hot go to Mm. work out how th- what best arrangements are for the kids and best arrangements for the kids almost never include going to court and having a trial yeah and slagging off at each other and yeah. big affidavits each side you know and i guess that's what the benefits are of doing an fdr is that you mm. know you're not you most likely will end up out of court and that's right. res- resolved and so this <clears throat> i'm trying to get into understanding so the mediations in the past you didn't have to do really anything well with property mediations you had to have it exchange documents but there weren't real consequences mm. um if you didn't i have seen one person get in trouble with the judge because those if the if the mediation is conducted in the court mm. that person who conducts the mediation reports back to the judge yes and uh, so you can get in a bit of hot water if you haven't cooperated and and the re and this time um under these new directions 
all of the work that you would normally do for a trial, mm. which is a lot more work than we used to do for mediation, now has to be done really before the mediation. Okay. And then don't forget there's arbitration. Yes. So there's, yes, arbitration, mm. which, you know, we've discussed a little bit before. We have. It's a new thing. It's got to be by consent. Yes. And not children's matters. But if you've got a property matter and no one wants to spend a lot of money in going to court and uh, you just need an answer. Mm -hmm. There are very qualified people, former judges or someone like me, I'm an arbitrator, who knows the law Mm. and will be able to make a decision and you pretty well agree beforehand that you're going to accept that. But we're talking about mediation today. So with the mediation, when is it likely that, like I think you've kind of covered this Mm. question, so an FDR or a conciliation conference, it's most likely going to happen immediately after you file? Yep. How does it go? Does a judge have to tell you to do it or is it just the next step? So with children, Mm -hmm. um, let's... I need to make a distinction between children and property. Okay, so let's start with children. Children. Before you can file anything in the court, Mm -hmm. you have to have attempted mediation with a family dispute resolution practitioner. Okay. And you have to provide them, the court, with a certificate that that uh, provide that mediator will give you mm-hmm. it's called a section 60i certificate which will either say you both turned up and you tried your best that didn't happen or one of you didn't turn up or um one of you didn't make a proper effort and they'll name which one wow and, and that's a new thing isn't it no that's pretty that's an old thing but we didn't take it as seriously i think before oh, wow. and and then the um and the other thing is that it wasn't suitable for dispute resolution okay. so before you can file anything at the court you either have to have that section 60i certificate or you have to have an affidavit as to why you didn't have one like it might be urgent or you don't know where the other person is or whatever so how can a court order one how well, does that happen? They have the power. Okay. So, but you you might say to the court, Your Honour, we filed and um, we filed our application and we've got our certificate says it's not suitable for mediation, so that's why we're here. And the judge will go, Well, what is your problem? And and we'll probably order mediation anyway. Okay. Um, but probably with some safety measures around, you okay. know. So that's the, children's. Yeah. That's so just before you file. What about property? Okay. When would you be doing well, that? Hardly anyone went to mediation for property. This is my experience. Other other states might be um, different, but in Queensland anyway, hardly anyone went to mediation for property before court, mm. before filing for court. Um, and there was talk for a while of it being compulsory, like the children's mediations before court, but they haven't done that. But what they do do is the minute that the, you get before the judge, they'll make orders about what documents need to be provided and who needs to do what to get the matter ready, and then they will send it off to mediation, either private mediation or someone in the court. Same with that family dispute resolution um, for the children. There are officers of the court who can do it, mm. but there's also private mediators who can do it, and the difference is probably the cost mostly. Well, and that gets to the next bit, who pays and how much. Okay. So if it's a property yeah. conciliation conference. Mm-hmm. If, there's, if there's not much money, yeah. um, the people aren't working and no one can afford a mediation, the court may order that the court will pay for the conference. Okay. Um, if there's money floating around, um, the court may well order a private conference, right. a private mediation, and there are a lot of retired judges, barristers, so forth, who are chairing mediations for property. Okay. And then what about uh, children's? With children's matters, 
again, they can be private mediation mm -hmm. um, or the court may want the input from the family consultant and may order that the, the dispute resolution occur at the court with the court officer. Um, and you're really, if you go to a private mediator, you're not as much under the scrutiny of the court mm. as if you'd stayed within their system. Mm. And uh, and there's, there is a report goes back, but I think you're going to talk about that in a while. Yeah, well, no, yeah. we can talk. So if you're doing an FDR, so it's for children's, mm. and it's being court ordered, is it free? Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. That's well, the it, best news of well, anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It is. I guess the taxpayers pay for it. I but guess so. They figure that's cheaper than a four-day trial over a silly point. See, the other thing with mediation um, is that when it's handled properly, you might not agree on everything, but you can at least get rid of the stuff that's easy to agree on, mm, you know? Yeah. And and then you've just sort of got to the, the heart of the case. Yes. And that's all the judge has to make findings about, which could cut down a seven-day trial to a two-day trial. That's right. Or a half-a-day trial, you yeah. know? Yeah. So they're just looking to see how much you've got in agreement. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then the next step is what do you take? What do you prep for? Um, well, the court orders the court orders the documents that you need to take, okay. and uh, you'll be given a list of those if you're self representing, or yeah. your lawyer will know all of the things. So that uh, if, there has to be if, if yeah. you are self represented, you'd look it up in the court portal in, under orders. Yeah, we'll look at the central practice direction. Yeah, and that came out in September 2021, mm -hmm. and it's very easy. Do you know I've printed it out, okay. Laura, and at my desk yeah. I've got it all the time in hard copy. Okay. Uh, just because it's such a clear guideline you of what's just follow expected. What's expected yep, to it's say. just follow the steps. Yep. Okay. Um, if you've got a lawyer, they will follow the steps. Yep. Um, and you must assist your lawyer. Like, don't ignore your lawyer's letters. Yes. Um, and the lawyers have to give you a cost notice so that you know exactly what you've sp spent so far. Because some people aren't paying as they go, so that yes, it's to crazy. stop those nasty shocks at the end. Yes. So that's exactly what you've spent so far. What you're going to spend going to mediation, and what it will cost you to go to the end of the trial. Mm. And the court wants us to do that. Then we give it to each other party, mm -hmm. and then we file it at the court. And so that the, no one is under any illusion. It, what it's going to cost if you dig your heels in on little Johnny going to swimming on Wednesdays instead of Thursdays. How much? Well, is it are cost you prepared you? to pay another forty thousand dollars to prove that point? Mm. Do you know, mm. um, it just—I think they're just trying to get people to realise how valuable mediation is and to do it with all their heart, do all their homework. And so, are you, do you take your affidavits? Do you take the court will have all those? Yeah. Um, and the mediator, if it's not in the court, will have been sent all of those. You might mail them to the mediator, or your lawyer will send them to the mediator. Emails these days, so so in, they read it all. So the mediator acts like a mediator, or acts like a judge. Like if no. they're ex-judges and they're reading your affidavits, why are they reading your affidavits? Oh, well, because to get a handle on what the oh, issues are. okay. So okay. when I started doing mediation in 94, mm -hmm. I wouldn't read anything. Yeah. Because that way I had – the way the thinking was in those days – well, I wasn't asked to read anything, by the way. It was just how I yeah. mediated. Yeah. Um, no one did much. Yes. We used to say, come in um, – clean slate i don't i don't care about the history of fighting you've got i don't care what your issues mm. are let's just talk about how we can resolve this and it was a real kind of kumbaya let's it hold was, hands and was, hope for the heck that people was, will change overnight it was pollyanna it was <laughs> yeah. but do you know what we used to get people this isn't probably very helpful to you, the listeners but let me reminisce a little bit okay, i'm an old lady okay. um we people would sit around a table 
I can hear the shuddering through the microphone, yeah. um, and make their opening statement mm. about how much it hurt them, the separation, and what, what you know, these things oh, this gosh. person's doing. And then the other person would say the same. And then, um, then we would all break off into our separate rooms. Um, sometimes that was the most amazingly catalytic thing that oh. could happen, and people would go, Oh, I knew, I knew you wouldn't hurt the child. I knew you wouldn't really want to do that. And there'd be tears, and that was just from the lawyers, and you know, wow. and they'd work things out. So it was like a, a perfect model. And and um, Patrick Wedge, who has passed away now, I, I had the pleasure of sitting with him at a few mediations, and he was a master. He hardly said anything. Mm. He just the people just spoke, and mm. he asked questions, and they came to a common ground within three hours. Okay. But nowadays... But now uh, what's happened? Well... No one kumbaya. <laughs> no one kumbaya. No, now that you're, you're using people who are experienced in family law, who are able to say things to you like, I can see from the material, no one's got a problem with, you know, little Johnny living with dad. It's just how much time he spends with mum or is he going to see the grandparents or is he going to go to this school? So... So they just very quickly get to the nub of mm-hmm. the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's how it is these days. And do the mediators give their point of view? Sometimes they do. Yeah. Um, the court ones certainly will. Mm. Um, and, oh, by the way, you don't have to sit in the room with people anymore. Yes. Uh, just remember that. If you're not comfortable, you don't have to sit in the room with them. Yes. Sometimes the lawyers will have to sit in a room with the mediator and explain themselves, but but unless you're ready to sit, go in the room, don't, don't even worry about that. Yes, because it's called shuttle mediation. It's called right? shuttle mediation, yes. And a lot of them are conducted by phone yeah. these days anyway. That's, that's so, a good part of going so. through COVID. Although I miss seeing that magical moment when people could suddenly see each other's point of view mm-hmm. and I do think that lent to better co-parenting later on right so it's kind of like a it was kind of not just resolving issues but also getting rid of bad just yes, feelings it's a reset yes yeah. and and we used to do it before too many affidavits had been filed mm. because I, I think anyone who's in the court process will know once it's put in writing it's very hard to forgive them yes it hurts cuts like a knife mm. it's really hard to forgive them for when they've said it out loud so when you're in the mediation yeah. room, from the point of view of our listeners if they're going into a mediation mm. is there any benefit in holding back or should they just let loose you mean what their anger or what they well, need? Just like you know the song, you got to know when to hold them, know when oh, to hold them. Like does that play no, into it? No, there's no strategic value there's in nothing not, in that? not. No, because you want to give it your best shot, and this yeah. is something I've realised over the years that yeah. mediation. If you treat it as seriously as a trial, mm-hmm. and you know what's at risk. Mm-hmm. I think that you've got a better chance of settling. And it's not the time to hold your cards close to your chest like if you're wanting to move cities with the child. Tell them now. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you've got some damning evidence on the other person, do it now. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go away because they've been put on notice about it. Mm. But if you don't do it and you don't say it, you might, have, you might either settle for something that's not right mm-hmm because of this issue that no one else knows about and you're just keeping up your sleep or you might lose the opportunity to settle Mm. so there's because remember mediation whatever's said in mediation is still confidential yes yeah the judicial officers and the family dispute resolution providers give some feedback the mediators if they're especially court mediators they give some feedback so the judge will know when you go next to, to court 
uh, the judge will know if you've been before a court-ordered mediation with mm. the, um, with someone in the court. They'll know who did, who made a serious effort, who didn't try, who turned up, who turned up late. So let, we're about to get to that bit, so, and that, so I want you to explain it because I think that is a new element or maybe it's been formalised at least. So you've got a family dispute resolution practitioner, could be an old judge, could be another or ex-barrister, <laughs> ex-judge. or, you know, it could be anyone. Yeah. So they sit through your mediation and maybe someone's just been completely just painful yep. and no reason. So why is it that you don't want to do that? No reason at all or just to annoy no, them hmm. or just doesn't say anything or anyway. So or no chance, how, doesn't concede when they've got absolutely no chance. Yep. They don't realise it and they don't withdraw that. What so they can then go and tell the judge yep. that this person is a pain in the butt. Well, more or less. Sorry to interrupt this episode, but we have a really important announcement that very well might just help you out. Are you feeling confused, lost, scared and overwhelmed by the family law legal jargon and processes? Join the club. Now it's your chance to empower, educate and equip yourself with the legal know-how and tools you need to get divorced and finally settle. Introducing the DIY Divorce Blueprint, created lovingly by Mum and Me. We've downloaded Mum's Brains into four 42 video lessons along with over a hundred templates and worksheets that you can use to create and settle your property and children's matters. Follow our guide and steps and templates to get yourself finally settled in divorce. Use it as a guide with your lawyer or without, but hopefully using this DIY divorce blueprint, you can stay out of court and you can get it settled and sorted at a fraction of the price. Click the link in the show notes to find out more or go to thedivorcecourse.com.au backslash enroll. See you then. So they can then go and tell the judge that this person is a pain in the butt. Well, more or less. Let's say, for instance, someone wants the children to go to the University of Queensland. Yes. And the kids are in grade two. Mm -hmm. Um, Grade two and three, right? And let's say that person is not going to sign any orders unless it says that the children have got to go to the University of Queensland when they go to uni. That's a ridiculous thing to put in Mm. an offer, an order. So if they're trying to maintain something that just can't happen, Mm. or perhaps if someone, um, someone's in jail. Mm. And they want custody of the kids. They want the children to live with them. Well, how's that going to work? Yeah. You know? yeah. And the answer is you can't do that. You shouldn't be asking for that. That's silly. You're never going to have any chance mm. of getting that order um, until you know, at least you're out and you get the sorted. So if you, some people just love the fight. Mm. They love to argue over points. Um, that could be because it's coercive control. It could be that they're really angry with you for leaving or they're just mad or they're, and their lawyers um, also come under fire mm. if they aren't able to appro- make appropriate concessions and say, you know what, let's just leave that uni thing because they may grow up to be plumbers and not want to go to uni. So let's leave that because it's not relevant to the issue. Mm. So the court's much more, um, it is more formalised yeah. and the court will take a dim view and if if, say, this person maintains this university thing, hmm. the court may put costs of the trial. If that's the only thing left, the court may say, you know what, mate, 
you pay your husband's costs because, or, because you were silly yeah. and, and you could have settled it. You've left it. We've gone to court on this one wow. pointless issue. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. So I'm hoping it works. So anecdotally for But how a while, do they do it? Do they go give him a phone call? Do they no, run up to him next at time they're time? in court. Oh, next time oh, at court, they yeah. say something to them. To the clients. No, the FDRP. Oh, the FDRP, they do a written report to the court. Okay. And they will wow. say such and such didn't make a serious effort. Do you He's get still to read that report? No, we don't. Ah, okay. So, okay. So, look, I think that's good. I guess it's a way to make sure people aren't just, like you said in the old days, mm. seeing it as a free ride, a day where they're just going to kick around the can, but nothing's really going to happen. I, I had a matter once where the man had multiple business interests and I was acting for the, for the lady and she didn't have business interests. Um, he was not producing any documents and he turned up at the mediation without any documents and just clicked his pen on and off Ugh. for a long time until the registrar lost it with him. But um, next time that we went to court, yes, uh, in those days the registrars didn't dob, I dobbed. Okay. <laughs> Your Honour, I just want to say, he didn't even try, you know, and then that, that had consequences because... You have to understand when you're in a mediation, mm. you don't want all of that reported because you might go, look, you know what, if it, if it means settling this, I'll agree that they go to University of Queensland as long as it's still there and as long as they want to, so we'll change the wording. You might make that concession, but it's only just to get the whole agreement over the line, mm. you know. Mm. Um, you wouldn't want then for them to say, no, I'm not settling, and then go to court and say, well, Your Honour, she agreed to it yeah. in the mediation. So that's still a safe little bubble. Okay. It's just the report afterwards that gets distributed. Is there anything that our listeners need to be mindful of so that they're not getting yeah. a bad report do you know i think in good faith that's what the practice direction says you've got to mediate in good faith and mm. and bad faith is when you hold something back um i remember a very long mediation i went to emotional i'm acting for dad he wanted mum wanted to move to another state um a long way away he didn't want her to go um but we agreed um, he agreed that he they could go because he, he couldn't care for their children on the basis that he have one more weekend with them, you know, the day two days' time. And right at the end of that, do you know what that lawyer said? He said, oh, they've already gone down. <gasps> um, she sent the kids ahead. Um, and I don't think I've ever been so angry. Wow. <laughs> and, um, and, of course, sensibly my clients still agreed to let them go but that person had we known at the yeah. beginning that mediation would have been over a lot earlier so that would get a naughty report card naughty tick yes um, and the judge would have plenty to say about wasting resources sometimes they can order costs okay they can order that they pay the other wow. other person's legal costs what for if, wasting mediation what if you're in mediation and you're just beside yourself emotional and it's really hard for you to keep bit together and you're mm. crying and you have to take mm. breaks is that going to get you a bad report card? no okay. no right. is that the lawyers or the no <laughs> <laughs> how many lawyers have you seen crying oh, no, 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 no. come close <laughs> no also um, judges behind closing your 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 um lawyer hmm. they will be watching you making sure you're still capable of giving instructions mm -hmm. at any stage mm -hmm. um i have been known to have to turn out the lights and do a mediation a med meditation with the client to get her back in the room um you might have to say to the mediator look you know what this the lawyer may say look my client's finding this very overwhelming can we have 10 minutes mm -hmm. can we just i'll get her a cup of tea and we'll just you know take a break and, and if, take you're, the pressure if you're self-represented do you just say to the mediator i'm 
having a bit of a hard time right now. Can I please just get, get, get 10 minutes can to Can you compose? give me 10 minutes to compose myself? No mediator is going to refuse that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and successful mediations mm-hmm. um, are usually very hard mm. because you wouldn't be in court or wouldn't be even approaching the court or thinking of it if it wasn't something that was very dear to your heart. Yeah. Um, so a good mediation is probably where both people walk away thinking I can live with it but it's not what I wanted yeah um you know and you'll never get everything you want in a mediation unless the other side is completely caves in Mm. you know yeah so okay so you've done your mediation you've Mm. got to keep all of that private yep um only the outcomes the judicial registrar can go and say report card for someone if they're being naughty uh then you get a certificate after it which we kind of talked about at the beginning yes that you get that certificate um that's the certificate they give to the judge Mm -hmm. talks about that um it may be i think that the judicial officers will give the lawyers a copy of that certificate okay um and if you're having family dispute resolution for kids before court, you get that certificate because you have to have it to go to court. Yeah. So, okay, so you've got a clean bill of health. You've both given it a good try. Hopefully you've narrowed the issues. Yeah. It might be, it might come down to a boat or it might come down to what arrangement we're going to have at Easter, you know. Yeah. So that, and that helps the court like and, okay. and helps you because so those that, little issues so, is all that's left. So afterwards, if, if, Say, for example, just hypothetically, everything's come down to everything except the boat. Mm. The, they could then create interim orders based off what you agree, everything else you agreed on? Yeah, or they can make on a final basis about everything else. Yes. And just say that on that, and but that other issues are, it's noted that the issue of the boat hasn't been dealt with. Right. So in relation to these assets, these are what we want finally, mm-hmm. um, but we've still got this dispute. That's great. Yeah. So you can get that straight away done. Yes, you can. Um, and then if you haven't finalised everything and you can't get full final consent orders, mm. then it proceeds to a hearing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, well... Well, you go back and the judge finds out what's been going on. And that's at a, what's that called again? A uh, case management hearing. Yes, one of the case management okay. hearings. Yep. So and you go back? Judge, yeah, you go back to the judge and they go, well, how'd you get on? Oh, okay. So I see you're still fighting over, insert item here, <laughs> boat or percentages or whatever. And that's because it's written at the bottom yeah, of your yeah, orders. Yeah, what the issue yeah. is, yep. Yeah. And the judge might say, look, you know, um, have, has, have you looked at this case and that case or... I have a preliminary view mm-hmm. and the boat's just going to be... I, I would have thought the boat would be sold. Um, why don't you see if you can sort it out? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'll be the judge hearing it and I, I'm leaning towards that view. I'm not decided yet. But, like, sometimes an indication like that from the bench will help you make a decision. Okay. Or he might say, are you kidding me? Easter, one day at Easter, and that's what you two are still in court over? How old are those children? So you're talking about every second Easter for the next six years. So three days. Mm -hmm. Are we going to go to court over three days? Mm -hmm. Go outside and sort it out. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Now, how is that go outside and sort it out happening now when no one's at court? Oh, well, I mean, I'm in court tomorrow for two days. Um, People are back at court. But when you're doing it by mediation, Mm -hmm. uh, the courts, the the judge will go, I'll um, stand you down in the list, Mm -hmm. Um, Mrs Galvin and you and your client and Mrs such and such and her client uh, can have a talk about it. And then you you hang up, we'll take instructions. I might email the other lawyer and say, well, what do you reckon? Can we do this instead? Yeah. Or how about we do it every second year the way my client wants it and every other year the way... 
we email. So typically now um, we're doing phone mediations and phone appearances when it's not not caught but you have your client on i've got the ipad going i've got the phone the computer so we're emailing texting mm. um between everybody mm. and it seems to work quite well, well thank good. you covid because yeah. we couldn't do that before no that's true mm. so okay so you people are going to do these conciliation conferences the fdrs with or without a judicial officer the benefit officer the benefits obviously are you don't have to go to trial trial you're yes. going to save yourself a crap ton and of time you wake and up drama and tears and yeah. they happen mainly right at the beginning right at the beginning either before yeah and you do have to file a document at your lawyer does of genuine steps to say look i really tried to sort this out and now we have to file and so you've got to give notice and all that how many mediations could say one case get or have Oh, I think at two you're probably running out of um, chances, (laughs) and particularly if the court's funding it. Right. But, you know, um, sometimes a mediation gets somewhere, but there's still some issues, and you might say, look, we'd like to – we can nearly finish it. We just need to know how much that boat's worth. No one thought to get it valued. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how much are the school fees for this school? Yeah. And so you might – they might say, well, come back after you get those answers – come back on Wednesday or come back in a month. But generally, um, it it will be very soon um, after you've filed or before you've filed. And sometimes even if you've been to a family dispute resolution uh, provider and got your certificate, you'll still be sent to another one, either in the court or... So the court will just keep banging your heads together to see if they can't get some agreement. So when we talk about the different personality types, Mm. so let's go through this and see if you've got this type of personality in your divorce, then this is the way you should approach your mediation. Yes. So let's do high conflict. Yeah. So um, with high conflict, just have all your ducks in the row. Make sure you keep your, um, I'm using metaphors all over the place, but make sure you keep your nose clean as far as the court's concerned. That file everything scrupulously on time and be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, then if Mrs. High Conflict is going to play up and not do things or argue, then they can tell the judge and they can explain themselves to the judge. You're mm-hmm. ready to go. Mm-hmm. When you go into the mediation, whenever they want to argue a point, ideally you will be able to draw out a piece of paper out of your preparation and go, no, here's the bank statement that says how much I put in. Or, mm-hmm. no, no, this is what the valuer said our house is worth today. Yeah. All uh, No, these are what the agent's fees are going to be so that you've got the facts then when facts they want to fight. Trump everything. Facts win, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so you've got... That's for high conflict. What about avoidant? Now, I get the vibe, and a lot of people have written in, oh, my Mm. ex won't disclose bank accounts, or my ex won't disclose how much the business makes, and they're just completely avoiding the topic. That's not avoidant. Well. That's being controlling and manipulative. This is also true. (laughs) But an avoidant person is probably going to turn up in the mediation. They're going to be in a mess. They're going to be a mess. So so how do you approach that? Just Well, you might have to work extra hard yourself. So make sure you've got all the evidence that might be needed you can't help them with their cost notices and things like that but if they turn up in a tis unready mm-hmm. um, because they haven't wanted to face it you'll have everything there and calmly there's no point scoring like you you've got them there hooray mm-hmm. um, you've got your evidence hooray let's yeah. see if we can't sort it out because yeah. an avoidant person is normally 
worried about the outcome and then they can't face it because they're panicking about yes. the outcome. So it's a big relief to them as well. Okay. So prepare. If you know you've got an avoidant person, they're not going to get their act together. So yeah. you may have to work extra hard. Like you Do might have to ride away and get the super value of their super. Yeah. Get a valuation even if they don't want to pay half, you know, that sort of thing. Just give it the best college try. Okay. You can always get your reimbursement later that's if it true. goes to court. Okay. All right. So that's avoidant. Mm. Amicable, obviously hopefully oh, it'll be wonderful it'll they'd be, be the people we would have normally had sit there and tell each other their stories and they yeah. cry and hold hands and and sort things out wow yes. that hardly lovely. ever happens <laughs> 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 and the other one uh, but, but you know some amicable people just might not know how to sort it out we do get a lot of people writing in going look i've, I've I got a good relationship with my ex i just have no idea how where to, to start to figure this yeah, out so i right. guess you know those people do end up there but if you are one of those people you can avoid that as well if you just learn just get, yeah learn how to talk to them get your lawyer to write some letters instead of going to court put some proposals so all you have to do is start putting some numbers yeah or percentages if you can't do our divorce course yeah. do it yourself <laughs> that's yeah. right yeah and and when it's really tricky i just do dot points yeah. i don't write a big convoluted set of orders i mm-hmm. go what about dot 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 yeah. and send it yeah Okay. All right. And then the last yucky personality Mm. is manipulative and controlling. Yes. They would love these kind of... Oh, the attention. Yes. And also they're torn between wanting to make you look bad Mm -hmm. um, and escaping without having to reveal too much about what they you know so they're trying to they're trying to angle use the angles they're trying to manage it to suit their purposes mm. uh mediators are by and large quite aware of this okay. and it won't do them any good uh you ultimately had to agree or not agree mm-hmm. and that's a matter for you if they're asking for something unreasonable like my imaginary university of queensland in 12 years type bloke mm. um then uh, be sure they'll be dobbed into the judge about I guess an unreasonable thing. I think maybe that's a really, really good thing mm. from in the past where manipulative controlling could have gone in and done the can-can and made it look like they were trying and then in the end just kibosh the whole thing. Yeah, nah, Whereas now, I guess, there's, if, a, consequence. there's a consequence and there's a it's like a there's a private eye in the room. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you'd be going back to court and uh, the judge would go, well, what's happened? Mm. You, Your Honour, we had reached what I thought was a good agreement. Mm. Uh, he, he refused to sign at the last minute. The mm. judge will have a look at the, the report and go, oh, okay, how much did that cost you? Ah. And you can say, and, and you can say, Your Honour, he should pay for that or she should pay for that because she's wasted yeah. my day of legal fees. I was ready to roll. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, that's look, that's a positive. Usually manipulative controlling, we don't have much to... No, there's <laughs> no feed. But yeah. look, this is good. I guess in a way, I think because mediation has now become more accountable yes it and has. it has become more serious and structured yep. and structured in the effort for the overarching purpose of the efficiency yep practice directions is yep. to keep people out of court yep and to or if they're in court to get them out as quickly as possible so this is and a good thing shorter time uh, less money less mm-hmm. emotional damage Less for the court to do. Yeah. I can see what they're doing. Yeah, Yeah, see what they're doing. Outsourcing. (laughs) So, Mum, I think... I thank you very much for explaining that a little bit. It's and look, okay. we, we've we've said this in our first mediation coverage before the changes. It is an emotional, draining situation, mm. like a family report, like going to court, like yeah. writing an affidavit. It's just going through the whole thing again really yeah. and and in the old days it was there was a risk that people would take mediation too lightly mm. and i just want to say to our listeners 
um, now I think there's a risk that we will all worry about it too much. Mm. You shouldn't worry about it because it's not a judge making a decision. Yes. You're going there, so try to get some sleep the night before. For goodness sake, have breakfast. Mm. Take a friend with you if you need to or if you're having an and And so don't be frightened of it. It's an opportunity. Mm. Um, it can be devastating if it doesn't work, mm. and that's where I like this idea of reporting back. Yeah, um, and I guess yeah, devastating if it doesn't work, but potentially a stepping stone to continue the negotiations, as we always yeah. say, that we don't give up. Yep. We don't don't give let up. your lawyer or don't yourself just go, okay, well, that's mediocre done i'm going to sit here and wait until court trial no no you go okay what are the issues that we didn't agree on yes and keep negotiating yep and i, I do that all the time if mm-hmm. we if we have what we used to call a failed mediation mm-hmm. i will write immediately to the other lawyer set out what we have agreed on yeah set out what i think the issues are and put a proposal so i think our our um, podcast of convincing the unconvincible yes talks about not giving up on this negotiating process yes. because yep. It is so important. Uh, You can't just... You're not floating down a stream on an airbed with no control here. Yeah. You've got the power to to paddle, sharpen it, paddle it, get, get out. out, get out. Get out <laughs> and I think in the divorce course, to give it a bit of a mm. plug in your DIY blueprint, uh, we have the letters and templates to, to continue that negotiating if mediation fails, yeah. uh, where mum has written it based on the divorce type, yes. um, as to how to set out the bits that you still haven't agreed on and formalising that. But yeah. look, I think anyone who's listening, we wish you the best of luck. We Take do. care of yourself and be kind to yourself and gentle to yourself mm-hmm. i know we didn't talk about support people but we did talk about support people in episode six yes. so and, go and have a listen and have someone who can pick the kids up from school if it's if you've got the children yeah uh, don't limit yourself with time yes and just give it the attention that it needs because it can go it, over time significantly oh, sometimes they used to go to night mediation like at seven o'clock at night I, I did one or two till seven o'clock at night yes. but it was worth it yes uh, but by then you know you've got to be careful because your clients are very tired yes and i had specific instructions to not give up yes. on that one what about um, um the judicial officers from oh you're out of there at four (laughs) it's four o'clock and it's done okay yeah yeah, yeah. don't rely on that don't rely on that at all but but it does it does refine the issues and then you're really only going to court over the thing that you just can't agree on yeah and yeah. so it's it, we don't. I don't like to think of mediation as failing anymore. Yeah. I just think of the extent to which it was successful. Do you yes. like that? I like that. The extent gonna, to which it was successful. Going to put that as a quote. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for your time, Mum. Oh, and also thank you to everyone who's been writing reviews. Oh yes. Um, we will be drawing a new winner in the in the June. So we've got a couple couple more weeks to go. Yep. Um, if you write us a review on apple podcasts uh we are choosing one lucky winner to have a phone call with mum and i love having phone calls with mum but (laughs) our our membership uh loves talking to mum as well helping just narrow down their issues well an old head with a bit of maybe a different slant (laughs) on things so make sure you check out uh the apple podcast review section you can just write us a review check the show notes for the links to anything that you might need from us and we're going to be doing a webinar very soon on mediation so check also the link for signing up for our webinar 
be exciting. Mum and I are going to do just the one. Uh, we're not going to do three different sessions. We're doing no, one session, one. and it's going to be on mediation. So we and we're going to be launching something very exciting. So I would love to see you there. And thank you so much, Mum, for your time. You're and thank welcome, you darling. to the lovely listeners who give us lovely feedback. Yes, thank you, guys, and be kind to yourself. If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe. By doing so, you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you. Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation. And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording. 